Everybody please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Call me to order. Roll call. Mayor Westergaard. Yes. Sankham. Yes. Muller. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Waltman. Yes. Okay, we have any public forum? No mutual consent agenda. Any additions or corrections? Not need motion to approve. So moved. Second. Second. Roll call. Did you pick one K? Well, I thought Mr. Waltman was first. Who was second? Yeah. Okay. Waltman? Yeah. Beckman? Yes. Stankamp? Yes. Muller? Yes. Frank? Yes. Okay, we need to consider building permit application from Mike Schwabe. You want to tell us what you want to do? Well, um, you want me to go up there? Okay. You bet. Okay, all right. And they can see you. Yep. I think I dropped off to Teresa, maybe some of the pictures kind of what it's going to look like. Um, I also brought with me some floor plan things that I have from Lumberyard last. Friday. Uh, they're not complete. I just noticed a few things here today. The doors swinging the wrong way, that kind of thing. But, but if you want to pass them around and look at them, you're more welcome. The first one is the lower level, and the second one is the upper level. No, basically, we're going to kind of, kind of pretty much redo the whole house. We're going to gut, gut the majority of what's there right now. Um, the floor's got a little bit of sag, but we're going to try to straighten that out, see what's causing that. Um, new roof, we're going to take the roof off of it, and I'll put a new roof on it, go back to the shingle roof. Um, and then, of course, the addition is going to be on it. Uh, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, it's going to look really different when we're done with it, I'll tell you that. But, uh, I don't know if there's any specific questions you have or any specific details you want me to go over. Or, no. no just, you know, I, I just want to mention, I, I think I know all of you, I'm not too sure I know Councilperson Moeller nor Waltman, I think I've met him one other time. But, well, my wife and I used to, uh, maybe I know you, I don't know, um, but my wife and I used to camp up here for years and years and years and years, and then we bought a house uh, on Lake Panorama, uh, so don't hold that against me, um, and then we sold our camper, and we really missed being up here, so our plan is to eventually, as we grow older, probably spend our time between here and Lake Panorama, and not so much in Breda anymore. Um, we'll, uh, we'll sell our house in Breda, just to clear up, a lot of people are asking me what we're doing, that's what we're doing, so. Um, but we're looking forward to getting back there. I, I kind of got tired of pulling the camper and setting it up and, and dealing with that kind of stuff. So we did the next best thing. We bought the, well, the house close to the campground so we can still go down there and visit with our old camp buddies. Or they can come visit with me, whatever they want to do. So that's really our ultimate goal here. And that's the only reason where we're at, what we're doing right now. That's really what we're doing. So. Sounds good. Yep. Everything's setbacks are fine. Everything's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He just came and double or triple checked just a half hour ago. So he was up there when I was up there. There's actually two setbacks on the right-hand side, uh, one for the one-story and one for the two-story. The two-story setback is 22 feet or more, and the single-story is 4 foot 6 inches. So there's two different setbacks on the right-hand side. Okay. Which is what I crept the wrong over there tonight. Very good. Make them more so when you accept the building permit. Second. Roll call. Wellman? Yes. Muller? Yes. Frank? Yes. Beckman? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Welcome. 
All right, welcome back. There you go. Yeah. I, I do have one other question I talked to Teresa about, and I just want to clarify this. And briefly talked to Dale last week, one day when he was out on his walk, when he walked past there. Um, my contractor would like to be able to access the campground side of the house sometimes to get some stuff in and out of there, and that would include taking out maybe two sections of the uh, split rail fence and be able to drive up through there. And I promise you that we would fix it back to better than normal, more than likely, once we were done with it. We've done that before. Yeah, and that's what Dale had mentioned has been done before. In fact, I think he said he had done it before. So. Yeah. As long as you're all right with that and there's an understanding with just make sure that Teresa knows the date you're going. Right, and, and it may be multiple days. Uh, you know, yep. the, just so she knows when. Right. That's okay. When the when the uh, campground camping, you know, Novemberish winds down a little bit, it's probably not such an important thing then. Then, but it is now probably. But just want to make sure we were okay with that. So. Yep. We're good. All right. Welcome back. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. I'm going to take these back with me. First notes. Thanks. Administrative report. Um, okay. Um, as I begin week seven, um, I continue to work on getting to know staff, learning where everything's at, um, going through files, working on learning projects, both past and present, the budget, and some state reports I've been working on. Um, I've met many citizens, and I'm still working on remembering names. I can probably do faces better than names at this point, but. Um, as you'll hear in Jason's report, um, we spent a lot of time in this last couple of weeks discussing small infrastructure projects and how we can best achieve getting those accomplished this fall. Um, the chief and I have discussed nuisance properties and initial contact has been made on several of them. I was able to get the Lakewood pro properties mowed and these taken care of um, with hope that the property owner continues through the fall. Um, Jason and I met with Bob from Beecher and Kim on Thursday, um, August 31st, to discuss finalizing the Northwest Water Main Loop and the Highway 175 Water Main Projects. Um, there are a few items on the Highway 175 punch list that need to be completed before acceptance. Um, and Mr. Beecher is sending a synopsis of both projects um, so we can discuss finalization. I worked with Eric um, on a few building permits. Um, we have a few variance requests in which a public hearing has been scheduled for September 13 with publications in the newspaper this week. Um, what's, what's the date? September 13th, Wednesday. Um, we received close to 30 applicants for the billing clerk position. Um, Kay and I have kind of sorted through them. Um, I think we've got, got them down to, to, to six. Um, and so we'll be conducting interviews on Thursday evening for that. Um, acceptance of um, application for the public works position closes on September 15th, and I think we've gotten a few in for that. Um, we had a pre-construction meeting today with Sunquist Engineering and Ten Point Construction on um, the, the street project that's going to be starting. We all walked um, the street with the contractor and subcontractor to see what issues that potentially arise, um, and Jason will explain a little bit further on concerns of the water main in that area. That's it for my report. What are they expecting to start that? The week of the 18th is what they're looking at. Here in another couple weeks. Approximately about a 45-day turn and then working with the property owners in that area. There's a couple that want to um, change out their service lines and stuff. And when it's open, is a good time to do that. So. Thank you, Teresa. Jason? Alright, um, as you'll see in the bottom of your council packet, 
Uh, we did have an employee turn in a resignation, so therefore we have an open position and we'll deal with that. Um, we fixed the alley in McLaren 5th. We fixed the alley by re the Redemption Center. There were some potholes and um, some residents asked us if we could take care of those alleys, so we took care of those. Uh, we got the special meters for the new bank that they needed because of the sizes that they needed. It's not a standard home meter, so we got those in. Locates, imagine that. Um, we got a county road sign ordered for, what's the address? 110 County Road. 110 County Road. Um, they don't have a sign that says County Road. It says Quincy, I believe. And they requested that we get a road sign that says County Road, and they are the only residents on that road. Um, so we did order that. Um, that is on its way. We had a leak in the bathhouse by the uh, parks that was fixed. We repaired the showers at the campground. Um, they should all be working to include the foot wash. However, I was informed this morning that apparently the ones that we fixed are not working. So we will investigate that and the parts should still be under warranty. Um, if it's something to do with the parts themselves, we'll get them swapped out. We do have some uh, spares, but we'll investigate that a little bit more. The floats at the main lift station out at the lift station. Um, we had the company here to look at them. We did a whole bunch of tests. They added, um, they changed a couple things with it. Um, they should be working at this time. However, until we have the grease build up and debris that is in that lift station sucked out or removed, um, the floats, they just kind of sit on top of it. It's kind of hard for the floats to tip when they sit on the crust, is what we call it. So that is in the works also on getting that um, crust and debris stuff removed. Talk to the generator guy out at the wastewater plant. Our wastewater plant generator does not do a routine monthly test like it should to make sure that it's operating and will handle the load. So we've been working with B&K on that. They got a, the generator gentleman is supposed to come back and check the program and figure out why it's not doing what it's supposed to do and that's all part of that punch list item. Um, talk to business sewer about um, a storm drain that is collapsing to get us a quote. I did get the quote. Um, I got two quotes for doing slip lining it and one quote was $40,000 the other quote is $24,500. I do have a quote for open trenching it um, from somebody. It's approximately $18,000. If we went in and used our equipment and sent our guys over there and did it, we're looking probably a couple grand cheaper, so probably right around fifteen dollars to $16,000. However, um, that does not include putting the individual's landscaping back together the way it is. Um, and we all know who it is. It's one of our council members. Um, so we're still working on getting the rest of the quotes and everything finalized before I bring it to you and you decide, but we are working on that. And when you deal with contractors, it takes a little bit of time to get the quotes all finalized and sent to you. Um, got quotes to fix the concrete um, from the water main breaks on Lakewood and Lake Street. I have three quotes currently. 
Um, the guys have also been out at the lift stations and cleaned the floats um, and did our amp checks like we do every week. Worked with Teresa on fixing the grass issue um, over by Dixieland. Marked some trees that need to come down when we start doing trees. Um, I think we approximately marked four of them that need to be removed that are our trees. Um, they're just kind of rotting away. We're going to start our sewer jetting uh, the week of the 18th. Uh, <coughs> Cricket from the Parks Department is going to come out and help us. That way we make sure we have enough people out there to do it. And hopefully we can get the whole town done in the week. If we cannot, we will push the rest of it to the next week. But our goal is to get the entire town sewer jetted. Um, quote the, um, have the list station, all the grit and stuff that sits in the bottom of the list stations that the pumps eventually suck up that eat up your balloon, your impellers and stuff like that to get a yearly contract to have them, uh, they bring in a giant back truck is what it is and suck all that grit and everything out of there and I'd like to have them start doing that after we do our sewer jetting because we're going to push everything to the lift stations anyways so let's get all that stuff out at the exact same time when we pushed it there. Um, and we're investigating a dual service line behind 510 Madison on is it two houses, is it the empty lot, um, at the end of the day who's Whose issue is it? Is it a main? Is it a service line? We're still working on that. That'd be uh, Mr. Peterson's old house. They had a they had a sewer problem, and they've talked about putting in a new service line. But with it being a dual dual service line, we need to know where it originates because right now we can't tell. It's like if they want to abandon one line and put in a new one, well, where's the other one coming from? Because you can't, the, you don't want to have the same problem in another house. So. Um, re received today, actually, the quote to fix the punch list for the issues out at the wastewater treatment plant, the roof and everything, um, from SEE Construction. Um, if you guys want to know the price, it's approximately $62,500 is what he's quoting for the roof. The roof, the door sweeps, um, the sanitary manhole casting, and with his mobilization costs and everything else, it comes up to about $62,500. Um, the roof is a complete tear off and a brand new roof being put on. Uh, with that membrane, they're afraid that if they start to tear it, the insulation and everything's gonna go away. Um, so they're gonna lay new insulation, brand new roof, all that stuff. Should. Yeah. 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 I call them street lights, but the lights around the lagoon area, half of them do not work. He's not an electrician, so we have to get another quote from an electrician, which would also be part of the punch list item for that hundred and whatever thousand dollars. Right. Um, but the majority of the stuff 
Corey uh, with SEE can do. Our subcontract fit out to a person that he uh, trusts or has worked with previously on it. Who, who, who recommended them? Corey. I've used Corey previously in the past. Okay. And so have I. Um, we pushed the Brush, uh, brush pile up. Uh, we've worked on the mud volleyball <coughs> pit court. I think the mud volleyball kit uh, pit court is probably as smooth as it's going to get to our abilities. Um, I think it looks pretty good. There's probably a couple little low spots there that we could take a couple buckets of dirt and put in there. But for the most part, it's fairly smooth and they had no problem parking on it all weekend. So, um, Scrap metal pile that did, we had did behind. You, did you clarify for sure? Is the men's club going to seed that, or are they just buying the seed for us to seed it? I do not know. I think we've always just seen it. And, and they pay for the seed, I think. They used to in the past, anyway. The men's club. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I never did all these years for who pay. I figured the seed. The men's club used to be. Oh, who's in charge of that yet? I don't know if Tyson might try to see all the president. I think it's that uh, it's uh, Matt, Greg Allen, and uh, Greg Allen, and that the guy that works for Corey Weber is the vice president, Tony Sexton. Oh. I get emails from Kyle Peters on it. And they, I, I've been out for so long, I'm not sure, but I, I know that, wasn't Tony Sexton on part of the right right thing for most of it? Yeah. yeah. And that, so I would start with them too, and okay. maybe. Uh, I'll email Kyle. I'm pretty sure they used to do that, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. We'll check in there. Because we have a receiver, we get some rain. Yeah, that would be different. Yeah. Don't we have a tiller for our little tractor? Yeah. yeah. It was, that's tilled. Yeah. You, it then was tilled, wasn't it? No. Well, I thought I seen a tiller in there. Hey, the parks department has a little tiller on yeah. the back of their yeah, tractor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank they used to. They tilled it last year. I mean, I think every year they normally till it, and then we see it. Yeah. So. It out a little bit more. I agree. It needs some more dirt hole than that. It's always the most part. So. Um. I gotta find where it was. Uh, the scrap, the scrap metal behind the shop was removed, uh, along with the old used oil and the used oil filters. That's all gone and taken care of. We have quite a stockpile of used oil filters hanging around at the shop. No reason to keep those, so we got rid of those. Um, working with Trent and Austin, uh, next week myself and Lester have to attend Okaboji Conference uh, to maintain our certificates. We got to go get CEUs. When we scheduled to go to this, we had another public works person. Um, Austin has done public works and water treatment plant before, so we're going to do a refresher and have him do the daily testing. And if something major comes up, they'll call me and I'll come back um, from conference and dismiss conference. Um, but we're making sure we have proper coverage while we're there. Lead copper notifications and letters uh, went out and sent to the homeowners and sent to the DNR per our, uh, permit requirements. Electric pump, we're working on then uh, getting us a service contract for the high service pumps at the plant and um, to replace the valves and the actuators that are going to be required to be replaced in order for us to backwash our iron filters. Motor around the shop, motor around the wastewater treatment plant. Um, 
the trash basket out at the wastewater treatment plant is supposed to catch the debris and toilet paper and stuff like that had not been pulled since that lift station been brought into service. It has now been cleaned. We are on a monthly rotation. That will not happen again. We will make sure that that is maintained and cleaned. Um, Replace the meter on Lakeshore Drive, one of the residents. Uh, walk Lakeshore Project today. One of the things that we were discussing on the Lake, Lake Project today is why we have that road up. Um, the sewer main right there is old clay tile. It's in pretty rough condition. Why we have the road up, do we just replace it? It's a, I think it's supposed to be. We, we discussed that. The manhole. I thought Dean said that the, the whole, we were supposed to re replace all the infrastructure underneath there. I thought that was in the bid. No. No. The manhole is. But I thought Dean said that the sewer was in good shape, but there was a water line that needed attention. So the water line is getting worked on, but uh, Friday we had a resident call us that it was backing up to his house, so we jetted it, and then uh, the local plumber, not local plumber, uh, one of the residents is a plumber over there. He cameraed his service line out to our main, and you can see there's some cracking, and it's starting to collapse there. I'm positive we talked about replacing the infrastructure underneath that road. Yeah, I thought it was included in that too. Um, because they had to subcontract that out. Because we talked about we're putting a brand new road in, let's fix the infrastructure underneath so we're not tearing it up right away. Correct. A rough about estimate, we're looking at about 209.2 feet is what it was uh, measured out today. The sewer line is approximately about 100 uh, bucks a square foot, or 100 bucks a foot. So we're looking at approximately just rough numbers without them. This is just rough number talking. Approximately anywhere from 25 to 30,000 to replace that sewer line. And that's with them reconnecting each sewer main, or service line from each house back to the uh, main, if that makes sense. I don't know if I explained that very well. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, I, yeah, I can look it up oh. and see. I mean, but I mean, when we went over it today, there wasn't any in the plans. It wasn't to replace the entire line. The manhole is being replaced. The whole manhole structure is being replaced. But the service line, or the main itself, from my understanding, was not part of the project. Yeah, and there wasn't, I mean, there was no discussion today when we had that pre-con meeting that that, that that was part of the project. So I don't know, I mean, again, Jason and I weren't here when that was done. So, because that was going to be my advice, since you have the road open, you might as well take care of it. Yeah, because yeah that's a little brand. But we didn't do that on the salt down. Yeah, there's there's part of the, I think there's part of the line when it connects to to the the manhole, but I don't. It's not the it's not the entire line. I mean, we definitely treat We got it. But there's a hundred fifty or sixty thousand dollar project. 
I would say at least yes. That's what I was going to say. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But I, guess what? You know what's going to happen. I'm getting the numbers, so we'll yeah. actually have the numbers. I do recommend that we do it. Um, let's I mean, if, if we kind of have council thought of that way to go, because I told them today, I said we would discuss it tonight, and I said if this is the way the council wants to lean, um, you know, and it's what I recommend, is that then we would get hard numbers, and then it would be presented as a change order. Um, on the 18th before they get the project started so that they can, you know, move along because there's, because then they, they talked about how many stop, you know, service, service line points we would need to have today and, you know, those kinds of things that makes a difference. So. And it's not as simple as just throwing the pipe in the ground. No, they they got to have all the valves and everything in order to make right. it. Um, so, uh, if you want to do a quick cost comparison, if we slip line it, if we go off of the storm drain uh, by Mr. Whitey's house, that's $24,500 for 151 feet. We're looking at about another 50 feet. We're looking at probably 35000 to slip line it. Why would you just replace it? That's all I, I agree. I, I just want to give you all the info. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little frustrated on this deal because I thought it was all in there. Um, Trent here fixed the lights at the pickleball court, um, changed out breakers. <laughs> finally got it. <laughs> uh, finally. Oh, it was a struggle. <laughs> I fought that thing for like a day and a half or so. The timer got it. Um, changed out a couple breakers at the campground. Uh, working on planning quotes for running the 500 feet of primary out of Lakewood, substation readings. Did some repair work on North State Road, fixed and replaced the seal on the ditch witch, dug up some wire uh, for the duplex by Harrison, set a pole in northwest town, spliced some secondary wire at first and second, uh, refused the transformer, did some uh, landscaping cleanup on Vine Street, mowed and weeded, cleaned and fixed the lights at the golf course, helped Parks Department with setting the new uh, teeter-totter that we have out there. It looks really nice. There's a lot of... <laughs> um, uh, replaced the transformer out at uh, Rustic River as the other one went out and needed a larger one with all the different activities and everything that they do out there. Uh, we needed to upsize it, but the other one quit anywhere. Anyways, uh, working on cost comparison uh, for the boring compared to open trenching it, doing it ourselves. That is kind of pretty much everything we've done the last two weeks that I can remember. Perfect. And I will, and I'm going to add a note because I had um, Bob, and I apologize, I don't know Bob's last name, but with the duplex out there, um, he was at Carol. my office Carol. today. Carol. 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 Yes. Um, and he is making progress forward. Um, the concrete's been poured in the garage portion of it. Um, they were installing garages today as he was sitting in my office, and he said he hopes to be able to continue moving forward on, com you know, getting it complete. Um, I kind of asked him for what he thought completion would be, and he didn't really, you know, say, but hopefully, you know, as long as he can keep everybody working, that was, his goal was to just keep working on it. So, at least it's hopefully progress forward. The last thing I forgot, Evan started today. 
Uh, he is our new linesman. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome. I got one comment, and that's about our uh, splash pad. I don't know how many times I drove by there and seen the water. Mm -hmm. And no kids around. That was last week while school was. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the timer needs mm -mm. reset or. The diaphragms get clogged. So the diaphragms get rust and sugar sand into them. We pay approximately, I want to say it was like three twenty-five for each one of those. So every time we change out a diaphragm because it leaks, it costs us several hundred dollars. How many hundreds of dollars of water? Well, the, the only reason they didn't shut it off or change them out this time is because it was only like four days before we were going to shut it down for the season. So rather than change those out and then have them not work again in the spring when we turn it on, okay. they just left it for those four days and now it's, it was shut off at... 8.01 on last night. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have it's been shut off for the season and then we're going to try and look at what the solutions are because somebody even told me today which I hadn't had a chance to talk to Jason about was that um, that maybe the hub was having issues as well where the main because it was just constantly running but I don't know that that's the problem. So um, we need to talk to Vortex and see what's going on with it and try and figure it out here now that the season's done and um, figure out what our solutions are so that we just don't keep putting water down the drain. Okay, thanks Jason. Uh, Chris, police chief, got some information for us? Yeah, we got our little, little number sheet here. Um, three big numbers on there, you got community policing, we've done 131 contacts uh, for the month between August 6th and September 5th, which is pretty good. Uh, 66 of those were, were personnel and contact just going up and just talking to people uh, we did 40 security checks business checks and then the 25 the extra patrols would be like the patrols through your campgrounds that kind of stuff uh, calls for service we had 392 calls for service uh, and you kind of see how that's that's not everything that we we done on, on these breakdowns but it's a lot of some, some interesting parts and then uh, we had 146 cases for the month we got 10 currently under investigation. There was five arrests, three charges filed. Uh, we re resolved 34 cases. Uh, nine of the nine of the cases were forwarded to our investigator. Uh, yeah. Any questions on that? Very busy. Is that how you guys like to see it, or would you like to see more, or Looks good is there me. more information you'd like to know, or something else you'd like to know? Just let me know. Uh, the second page is that that's our uh, our city court or our ordinances going through like the grass dry reach all that kind of stuff you guys can look through that and make sure that's kind of how you guys want things set typically we want to make contact first try to resolve it before before we get too far into it and usually that'll that'll, that'll help it'll solve it most of the time uh, we'll try and work with them the best we can um, and again, if there's anything else you want me to add on here or take off, let me know. I know I. Yeah. I, I got one request to to bring it back up. Dale mentioned some time back, six months ago or something. Well, you guys are on patrol. Notepad, jot down things you know that need to be addressed. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why. If there's a street light out or if there's 
somebody's lawn that needs taken care of or anything, you know, that related to Teresa. And, and, yep. and, then it and hopefully that's what this will do for us. We'll, I'll make sure and add the, the street lights and that kind of stuff because I, I haven't brought that up yet. Um, that's a good idea. I know. And I think we talked about, I don't, I don't know what street it was, like six months ago, that one of the curbs was knocked out, probably got hit by a snowplow, no big deal. But we just need to bring it to now it's Jason and Teresa's attention so they know to get on the list to get it repaired. Yeah. I think that's the type of thing we're thinking about. Or, yeah. okay. well, or if they see a tree, a city tree branch that's down, let them know because they're not driving the roads like you guys are. Yeah, I think the, the last trip, I think Christian did get a hold of like the city guy. I don't know, you probably weren't here. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, we got our sheet that they got to where they, like, for our contacts, for our, our community policing, and that can go along with it. So yeah, definitely. Street, we'll, street lights would be a good thing. We'll add that. We'll add yeah, because you are driving around at night. Yeah, we don't, yep. we don't see them at night. <clears throat> well, Jason and I have been going, I mean, as we've been, you know, driving around, and I mean, we're checking trees one day. I mean, it's like, so, I mean, I noticed yards and different things. So yeah, we, I mean, we've been kind of trying to start doing a better job of keeping our eye out on different properties and yeah, we got our guy here now to, to be able to really, yep. so we can he can focus on that and really take care of that part of it. And I, I think he started out pretty decent. So, uh, yeah, and I'll add those things. We'll make sure we get it done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Nice, Chris. Yep. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, Gary, I think the council has some questions. Yeah. I'm assuming you have the answers. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, I'm Barry Booth, for those who don't know me. Um, Dad is sick tonight. So here I come. Um, are, were there questions? I guess. Uh, nothing. Well, I, Lon, Lon contacted me, and I went down there with Lon, and he showed me everything. And I think I even reported back to Teresa that it was fine. Well, I, I guess there's a misconception. Yes. So when it said, in our packet, it said curb and gutter, and the curb was like, let's just say 10 foot on the this end, south end, and we had the bill was for 40 foot of curb and gutter, and then your dad showed me the rest of the stuff they put in around that storm sewer as well. Correct. And it was, it was your dad informed me that it was shot and agreed upon by John and Scott to replace it all at that time. Correct. So that's. So when we looked at the bill and seen it, it's like, well, you know, there's only 10 feet of curb that was replaced, but then your dad explained, no, all the gutter was replaced as well in that 40 foot. Correct. That's a misconception. I talked to your, your dad, who was nice enough to come by. I don't know, Teresa was that last week, Monday. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I come up and I told Teresa, I went down with Lon and he explained it. Should be good. Correct. I guess the reason we asked to be on the agenda was because of that misconception and how it was reported in the paper. Um, we did look up some previous bills. We charged $40 a foot, which was roughly, I want to say $1,800. I don't remember the exact figure. Correct. Um, on the previous bill from 2021 that we looked up, the price per foot was $45 a foot. That was before the change order. After the change order came to seventy-two dollars and thirty-two cents, um, and I guess the reason I'm here is it's on video for one. Um, 
just to get it out there in the public. Because this does hurt our business when it's in the paper reported like that. Um, and we want you to know that we're not trying to hurt anybody, I guess, or screw you for <laughs> lack of a better term. But um, we we try and do a good job, I guess, guys. We try and do it as a re at a reasonable price, and uh, hope you continue. Well, I think you guys have always treated the city pretty well. Yeah. I don't think you have, in my mind, we had no issues with what you guys have done for the city since I've been out of council. Well, I hope not, and I appreciate yeah. that. Well, we're sorry for it. It got out in the paper with that. Well, I realize it's nobody's fault here. It's just one of those things that happens, and we want it on the record that, you know, um, we're not, we're not trying to. On this instance, the storm sewer was right in the middle of the driveway. Yes. Which, and the storm sewer was deteriorating. But I think I think we need a policy in place. Um, if a citizen wants to do a new driveway, and he's the one that tears out that curb and gutter, I think the citizen needs to replace that curb and gutter, not the city. Because if it's perfectly a good curb and gutter, prior to the homeowner wanting to upgrade something on his property, I, I think the citizen needs to replace them. And that would be standard policy. Is that, well, and, you know, and I don't know if we have that in a policy. Well, I mean, technically, I mean, that's just, you know, if in this situation it was the whole, it was right. the storm sewer and there's a right. re, there was a reason why they the, got replaced yes. and paid for months. Yeah, but yes. and normally they go down. They, I mean, when they replace a driveway, normally it goes down to you know the gutter. They might make some accommodations on the the curb as they smooth out, or if they make something wider, and that might you know. But it's all on the homeowner. There's right. nothing that this situation was kind of an exception to what I would call the rule. I agree. And I want to say, Mike, generally that's how it goes. I guess. Um, for instance, my old house. Yeah. We did do that at my old house. We replaced a little bit of curb, and that was just part of the project. Yeah. It was probably four feet, I guess. I mean, on, on, on my house now, you know, I, I went out to the edge of the street, took out the gutter and that, but it was an improvement for myself, so yep. I paid for it. Yeah, so exactly. I. Okay. All right, well, thank you, Thank you. Sorry for the. We'll get you a check. Have a good night. Okay, we want to have another bags tournament. I want to make a motion to approve the closing closing of the 4th Street. Second? Second. Roll call. Frank? Yes. Mother? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Welcome. Yep. That one? Yes. Okay, there's a two-year contract proposed for the end of the station cleaning. What would the council like to do? So what that proposal is, they're going to come do seven lift stations in the spring, and they're going to come and do the other six. Well, they're going to do seven because we're going to hit one lift station, especially the bad ones that we are the bad one which would be out in our provost area we're going to hit that one twice a year the contract gives us a little better break than hiring him to just come over and do it if he comes over and just does them all in one day it's about seven thousand dollars 
when we sign a contract like this, he gives us a little bit better of a break. This is getting rid of that crust you talked about. This is getting rid of the crust out at the main lift station, and this is every lift station in town that we have. From grit, grease, any of that stuff that sits in the bottom that our pumps eventually suck up and gets rid of it. That way the lift station and the pumps will last longer because we're not sucking that grit, is what we call it, into the pumps and the impellers and the balloons. And now you're not basically taking a gritty material and running around metal. And we all know when you take that and run around metal, it just wears it away. So uh, we did get two quotes. This is the cheaper of the two quotes. The rehab was the cheaper of the two quotes. I think it's good. Uh, I think it's worth. Is this a one or two year deal? That is a two year contract. I think it's worth trying to start with to see what it helps us along. Uh, it's just like everything else. It's a maintenance issue. Correct. Yep. Preventive instead yep. of post. Correct. Yes. And yeah. that's what we're trying to get to is preventive versus. I make a motion we accept that contract. I'll second. I'll second. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, surprises. I'll read about the paper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank him. Yes. Muller. Yes. Frank. Yes. Waltman. Yes. Okay, we're growing, so we have to do some boring out there to addition, Trent. Uh, so we were doing uh, cost comparison of hiring the boring guy to come in and do it or sending um, our guys out there with the mini X and doing it. The boring guy, he'll be on site for approximately four hours. It's $6,000 for him to do it. If we go out there and we do it open trench style, yes, it's going to save us about a thousand bucks. When you add in our employee wages, what we would rent our equipment out for. So that's what I base that off of is the equipment rental. And then the seating side of it, um, which I'll be the first person to admit and myself and none of my guys are seating experts. Um, we would probably till it and put grass seed down. It's in certain cases, the 500 feet boring, um, it, it just seems, I'm not taking the guys away from doing other stuff for probably about a week and a half. Because that's what they would be so doing. So where are we coming from? Where's, what's, well, we kind of have two options. Um, the shorter option, and it will be going across private. I haven't talked to the landowners yet, but it would be coming straight from straight north of Lakewood along like that what I would call an alley, but I, don't, I think it's a private, actually a private drive. There's a sectionalizer right at that corner. We have, it's pretty much full. We have a red, a white and a blue that's open. So we would just take a white or a blue and then we would set a transformer somewhere amongst that Ryback condition that would feed all those houses. Uh, we've already had one or two people. I know one for sure. I think two people that have already contacted us about electric service. So what I'm thinking is I mean, I can, I can come across the road to feed the one house right now, but this is just kind of a future. We're, we're going to need it eventually. Is this the five lots that they sold off on the north, I'm going to call it the south side? South yes. side of Lakewood, yes. yes. Which I think they call that the ride, ride back. Right, ride back, yeah. Yep. Yep. yep, so we're, basically we're hoping that we can get the primary there, set a transformer, and then that transformer will feed those five houses. So the idea is to do it what I'm calling it, doing it right, and make sure there's service there for everybody yep. as those lots get sold versus we'll take care of this one, we take care of this one, we take care of this we're, one. The, the I problem, think all of them are sold. 
Yeah, it, it, the board out there says it all I sold. just know that he's had yeah. a couple asks for electrical service, and this would just be getting it all done. Well, and where where is our easement throughout there? Well, the easement is actually if you go, let's see, be east of Lakewood, the easement would actually be like what I call like Bender's Alley. That would be technically our easement. And that's where that is that where they're where they're putting the fiber line. Corn belt is going on the other side of the houses and putting their hand handles there and stuff. So and we have pulled in with, with corn belt. I haven't talked to corn belt about that, but I mean that is that is further. That'll be roughly a thousand feet probably, eight hundred for sure. But so, if we don't have an easement to go from on the private drive side. That's and I'm not sure if you know if I'm not even sure who owns north of the Lakewood. I think it's Linden, I believe, owns that, but I'm not 100% sure. That Lakewood Partners Group, yeah. Okay. Where so, they put all the dirt in there. Which we have a primary that runs through there already that feeds the three-phase transformer for Lakewood. So I guess I I need to talk to him. I just wanted to get approval before I really kind of did that, I guess. If not, we'll just have to go on our east, which will take us a lot further and a lot longer. I don't remember where our utility easement was for them that bought in that addition. I, th I think it's... There's one, if you go, if you go basically come out of Lakewood on the south side, you go right up basically next to the building is where our easement is, and then it runs back to the north along that, what I call an alley. To the west of Lakewood. No, to the east. It goes to the east. Oh, it Lakewood. goes to the east and right along the building? Okay. It goes east out of the building and then it goes north along that, like what I would call Bender's Alley. Bender's Alley. But before you bore, you make sure in the right yeah. easement. Oh, absolutely. Yep. I, yes. yeah. Yeah. Just just for future. I just wanted to get approval, so. Right. I mean, I know. So, go ahead. I heard him say, get the mini X and open trencher. What's wrong with our trencher? Uh, to be honest, uh, it hasn't left the shop since I've been here over two years. I mean, we just don't. I guess we've never used it. I don't know. I, I don't know if it works. I don't know. You know, I've never seen it leave the shop, <laughs> so I don't know. I just know back when the city bought that trencher, that's what it was designed for. Yeah. Trench in power lines like that. That if we're going to no. come from Direction Street here, Bender Alley. Yep. Yep. That'd be a perfect way to trench that in instead of mini asking it in or trying to bore that far. Yep. I mean, I like I said, I don't even know if it runs. I it hasn't hasn't moved one inch since I've been here. So pretty expensive piece of equipment not to be used. Be sitting there. That's all I'm saying. No, I Yeah. I would think that would be much more feasible to trench in an electric line than a mini X digging. Yeah, I mean I'm not disagreeing with you. That's, that's a Vermeer if I remember right. Yep. Love to find out if it works or yeah. if it does not buy it. Pretty high price coming from the city. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work, remember? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we, we want to make sure we. I think we should look up where that plot is from Ryback stuff and make sure we're going in our easements because we have no idea what the plans are for that. And that is a private drive coming through there from the north to the south, or yeah. south to the north. Yeah. And I don't know what their plans are. We called the locate in there basically just to see what the utilities were through there and from the looks of it what I seen this morning basically it's just us so just electric right now feed that feed that feed what feeds Lakewood and then there's nothing really um, on the east side of that street which would be like Lakewood Drive or so we probably just need to really 
probably revisit where the easement mm -hmm. is, where some of the other utilities are going, and then and we can, have a discussion on yeah. what we really want to do. Because I agree, we just want to get service there for all of them. Well, I, I mean, I think so. Plot. Right. Yeah, and unfortunately, everything along along Lakewood is pretty full. All our transformers are full. All our handholds are full. I mean, we have room. Like I said, we have room to feed the one house right now, but eventually, that doesn't help us for the future. On the across from where that garage sits there, across from uh, like Wayne Nielsen's place, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to call that to the west, but I could be wrong. Oh, or okay, north. yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. You know, that, there's lots plotted there too. How yep. are we, how are we servicing them? We have a grave actually, like kind of right in front of there, I believe. I'll have to double check my map, but I'm pretty sure we have a grave there that has a couple open spots for those. So. I'm wondering if there's not a utility easement coming around that way to feed more of that as well. I don't know. It very well could be. We need. Yeah, I need to sit down and look at the easements. We. I just need to take the time to do it. For some odd reason, I could be totally wrong with this, I probably am, but I thought in that plot, our utilities was like next to that road that comes around. Could be. So somehow, but I'm not 100% sure, because I know at one time Dean was talking about trying to service where Gary Manning had built them garages, yep. or Bender's Alley, yep. feeding that from way down by Lakewood somewhere. He wanted to go way down there, and then they didn't have to, but we have. I think we should look into that, like you said, Peter. Does that make sense, everybody? Absolutely. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay, we have uh, we have to approve the resignation of Matt Sheffler. I'll make that motion. Second. Roll call. Who was the second? Eight. Mm -hmm. Jackie. Yes. Walman. Yep. Beckman. Yes. Frank. Yes. Muller. Yes. Okay. Nothing else. Your motion to adjourn. I make that motion. Second. Second. Meeting adjourned. When's his last day? Uh, he is using his personal days this week. He will be back on Monday for his last day. Yeah. Oh. Mary, I know that. Yeah, I need the most to. I'm sure it's therapy. She just had this.